Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined, as always, by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Who are these guys? They are the co-hosts of the Mount Rushmore Podcast and they debate and deliberate the most ubiquitous aspects of a variety of topics. We've had six seasons of topics so far. And this topic is, who are these guys? And I'd like to ask, which of you guys thought of this? This guy. This Michael. guy. <laughs> what were you thinking, guy? Well, I think sometimes uh, when we are driving around, when we are experiencing other people in this uh, crazy world of ours, uh, yeah. we just become like befuddled by um, the person's particular uh, weirdness or, uh, I don't know. And it, it's not necessarily a person. It is usually like a, t a group of people or a type of people yeah. or something in this world that you can't quite put your finger on why they act the way they do. And like, you know, I'm as idiosyncratic as, as, as anybody, but like, I don't know, maybe there's something that I do that is really weird to other people, but there hmm. are some things out there that I think, um, are weird to everybody. And, uh, also, you know, to be honest, sometimes we just need an easy topic where we're just like, <laughs> uh, zero, gotta, zero research. Yeah, I got to get stuff off my chest. I got to get like, we're none of us, save you, Jeff, are like comedians. But sometimes you just have those like observations where it's like, yep. oh, my God, I got to Somebody has to relate to this thing. Mm -hmm. And I hope that. You know, this is one of those also those topics that like I know Richard and I w won't have like the same sort of picks, and I'm always interested on what uh, Richard is um, what's motivated what's, and disturbed what's, by. What what cooks your goose? What's steaming steaming my hams, so to speak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of hams, uh, a lot of goose, a lot of uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> there's a chicken out there somewhere. Or, I don't know, a rabbit. <laughs> For anybody who is uh, just encountering the Mount Rushmore podcast for the first time, maybe this episode could also serve as a little bit of a, a, a overview for the podcast. You might be wondering, who are these guys? Um, and yeah. maybe we'll yeah. explain that a little bit. So uh, the, how these guys play it is uh, the person who chooses uh, goes second and the person who didn't gets to go first. So Richard, you're first. All right. So uh, Jeff and Michael, you guys are along with me, dog owners. Yes. So I I, yes. I I suspect that you will you you will empathize with this as, as well as any dog owners we have oh. in the uh, in in our listening audience. People who let their dogs run around off leash outside. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. Who are these people? <laughs> what are they, they doing? Sorry to interrupt. Hey, Ruiz, how are you? I'm I'm doing a, a recording, so I won't be able to come down. All right. Sorry. That's yeah. Okay. Who are these? Who are these people? Yeah, they. I take my dog for a walk every day, and there are certain people in the neighborhood who just have their dogs in the front yard, and invariably they're not well-trained dogs either. Mm. And then the dog comes running after my dog barking, and my dog, who is a sweet, sweet summer child, has no idea what to do, and half the time I wind up having to pick it up to keep it away from said dog. And yeah. then the owner of the yipping dog has to try and will eventually, after several seconds of this, come ambling over to pull their dog away. And then they glare at you like you're the one who's the problem. Yeah. Like, how, how dare you walk your dog 
on the sidewalk mm-hmm. where my dog is running around in the front yard. Mm-hmm. What are we Do you- doing? What are we doing? Do you think that's um, uh, that I've seen that before where these guys, whoever these guys are, know that they're screwing up, but they figure a best defense is good offense. I'll just act like it's somebody else's problem. <laughs> I'll just, right. Yeah. 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 I think there's an element of that, but I also think there's an element of just sort of like self-centeredness. Oh, absolutely. To it. Which I think we're going to get in. That's going to be a recurring theme in most, if not all, of these uh, of of these choices. Yeah. Where it's just like this is my front yard, and I can let my dog run around if they want, if I want to. Yeah. And and it's not my not my responsibility to, you know, to not have my dog walking around elsewhere. It's just yeah. Ugh. I've seen you know I think uh, controlling an animal um, is the most humane thing you can do for the animal. It keeps them from uh, be getting injured or, you know, getting worse, you know, going to traffic or something like that. Um, but it also like shows off the disposition of the owner, like their desire, um, to let the animal do wild shit. Um, yeah. uh, because first maybe they are a little bit hemmed in and they want to kind of express their need to be a crazy person through the dog. But I've, I, I was going into a pet smart or Petco or something to give my dog a bag to groom and two. Um, big dudes who are the, I've got a big dog and I kind of put it on a leash, but I kind of, am just kind of like barely holding onto the leash and letting it go do over the fuck it wants to. Two of those guys kind of came in, uh, entered one going in, one going out at the same time. And it was like a pissing match who was going to do the least to control their dog. And the dogs Mm -hmm. ended up gnashing at each other because they weren't restrained. They weren't being told through a, a, you know, humane tug on the leash, not to lunge at the other dog. And these guys got in a fight, a verbal altercation. Uh, over this. It was just like, it seems like maybe this is the world we live in when everybody's exercising the right to be a dumb shit. Um, and, right. Now, Jeff, yeah. now, Jeff, you're in, you're now in Florida. Were they dogs or alligators? Because <laughs> I, I know what it's like down there. This was in Van Nuys. So they could have okay. been, uh, <laughs> I got to say, um, we ex- we experienced a similar thing on, on the exact opposite side here with our dog. Now, my dog is particularly aggressive with other dogs that are his size and above. Yeah, Little dogs, you. he's fine with. He's lovable. Oh. He's sweet. Uh-huh. But I found that I'm so overly protective of him, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get into any sort of issues that I'm so super conscious of another person with their dog off a leash or dogs, even on leashes on the other side of the street. I, I mean yeah. – you know, with, with COVID for the last couple of years, I'm crossing over the street to the other side of the street anyway. Mm-hmm. But with um, our dog Champagne, I'm just like, my head's on a swivel at all times. I am like, yeah. I'm scouting for snipers. I am like looking to see if there's like a dog out there that could be coming out of like, I know which houses in my neighborhood where I welcome have dogs. So I'm like, all right, are they, is there, are they, is it time for them to bring their dog out too? Is yeah. Larry going to come out with um with Archie? I don't know. I got to make mm-hmm. sure. But I think that there's, you guys spoke to like a narcissism. I think a lot of times it's the people think that their dog is super friendly, which it may be. And that's yeah. okay for their dog to do whatever. Oh, he's fine. He's yeah. such a lovable dog. He's, he's really good. My dog, however, is not going to be friends with your dog, no matter how friendly he is. He's a jerk to other yeah. dogs. Like, and my dog's like a 50 pound. Yeah, your dog's a bruiser. It, 
he's a bruiser and he is going to um, dig his teeth into your dog's face. So yeah. uh, don't assume everyone's dogs are friendly because your dog are friendly. And I think that's, but, but my dog is so friendly. Yes. I, well, my dog's going to get yours in the throat. Sorry. Yeah. I would say or, like, uh, if we think, and maybe this is in another category, but if we think, uh, people are dismissive or, or uh, kind of put, putting up blinders to the rotten behavior of their children in the public. They certainly do it with yeah. animals as well. So. Yeah. But most, most, most kids won't actually try and bite you. <laughs> most. Well, let me tell you about Felix. Yeah. Let me tell you about Felix. Some. Some. Let me tell you, okay, let me some. Tell you about something else that happened in Van Nuys. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally hear you on that. Yeah. That's another thing too. It's like, it's almost like uh well, depending on the size of the dog, it could do significant harm. It's just kind of like, like in a in a, a movie from the fifties about you know wild beatniks on the street. It always seemed like there was one mm. hothead who had a gun and he was tossing it from hand to hand. <laughs> it's, it almost <laughs> seems like waiting for an accident to just happen. And much like with much like with dogs, it's usually the smallest one that is the, the smallest, most trouble. The smallest one. We love I've seen pets. enough, I've seen enough Bugs Bunny cartoons to know that's the truth. Yeah, you know, there's totally. the big bulldog, and then there's the little one that actually gets into the fights. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally true. Okay, so that's a fun opening, um, um, Salvo. So what's your uh, what's your situation, Michael? Winters? What's your deal, man? What's your what's your major okay. function? Who are these people that buy old police cars and don't? change it from looking like an <laughs> old police car. Oh. Well, they put every serial the... killer profile puts them in a profile. <laughs> <laughs> they put the goddamn, like, cover yeah. over the lights, but have made no additional effort. And yeah. when you're driving down the street or the highway or whatever, and you can see, like, the outline of this outdated police car, you're not sure if it's an actual yeah. cop or not that I've done anything wrong, but as we all know, um, you know, so it's a crown Vic. It's a crown yeah. Vic to begin with. And it's usually got the. <laughs> they could have taken that mirror, or sorry, that light, that yep. left-handed hand handheld pointer light out, but they didn't. They got they it. Didn't change the options. colors. Yeah, they got the, it. The bumper. Yes. The bumper has that like cattle bar thing yeah. in the front, or whatever they, you call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cow cat. The the, the cow human catcher, cow yeah. catcher. The human cow catcher. Yeah, and uh, it still has the same like black and white paint job and mm -hmm. you're just like ingrained in you the memory is built into you to be like afraid of this goddamn car yeah and uh, maybe that's just the type of person that they're like i'm doing it because uh mm -hmm. i have this like um kind of subconscious power over people but uh, goddamn it drives yeah. me crazy and you know also i think you just mentioned jeff like Maybe they bought it at a police auction at a discount. So maybe their first thing isn't to be, I'm going to spend money to change this thing. Yeah. But that's got to be like at some point down the road. Isn't that part of your plan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that same auction sold plenty of Chevy Malibus, but they bought the Crown Vic. Um, <laughs> and I, I always think of like if Kyle Rittenhouse was a car, that's that's the car right, right there. Because mm. it's like. Um, authority issues. Uh, <laughs> the Kyle Rittenhouse Transformer. It, one of the it, worst Transformers <laughs> you could possibly buy. Do not get this for your kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 a boy. That's a good one right there. Who who are who are these guys or gals? Right. So you said people. Oh, sure. Actually. No, that's on me. People. So. Yeah. yeah. We're people. It's just uh, it's one of those things that I can't, I can't stop thinking about whenever I'm on the road because I'm I'm always tricked. I'm always tricked in that dumb way. 
that no matter whose phone is ringing, I always assume it's mine because I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I always have my phone on silent. So I'm like a double idiot. And I'm like, oh, is that my phone? I pick it up. It's like, of course it's not your phone. Your phone doesn't ring. And your phone doesn't <laughs> sound like, doesn't, doesn't yeah. play like, you know, uh, Jenny from the block is in like a ringtone. <laughs> Why would you think it's, but yeah. maybe I'm one of those people who's just dumb. Uh, you know, I will say it's kind of cool when you're the Blues Brothers and you just uh, you pick <laughs> right, <laughs> Jake, Jake from uh, Joliet Prison. But uh, yeah, when you're just cruising around uh, in the vicinity of um, Northridge, you know, you're not nobody. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 trying to cause a scene. So. Uh, Man, Freddie, what's your second one? All right, we'll stick with the uh, topic of cars. Oh. And who are these people who park backwards in parking oh, yeah. lots? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I have never understood this at all. Um they when you back up into a space, I guess the idea is that it will make it easier for you to then pull out whenever you're done. Mm-hmm. But these people are terrible parallel parkers. So therefore, it takes them twice as long to back into the space as it would take them to pull headlong into the space and then back out when it's Mm -hmm. time for them to leave. And usually this also means that they're parking half, they're parking halfway across the parallel line. So they're halfway into somebody else's space. They don't care about that. Yeah. Okay. I forget. Oh, Oh, is California a front and back license plate state? Yes. Okay. So it's not like they're trying to hide the fact they have expired tabs on the back plate. Um, no, no, that okay. can't be it. Okay, okay, okay. It's just this idea that somehow you're somehow you're saving time or you're making it easier for yourself on the way out, but yeah. you're actually making it twice as hard for yourself on the way in. So I don't, you're not actually gaining anything. But yeah. people just don't see this. Yeah, and then and then they look at you while you're kind of waiting for them to do this back and forth and back and forth thing, and then they kind of give you like this glare, like, well, "What are you looking at?" Yeah. Do you, yeah. Any listener who happens to know the reason, the answer, if you're a back, a back end <laughs> Parker, <laughs> let us know because that's a, that's a curious habit. It does feel like, I feel like it's almost like five hour energy drink or, or if you, it's kind of like borrowing energy from the future. Like if you think I'm saving, right. it doesn't. It doesn't kinetic save. energy. It's some sort of kinetic energy thing where somehow it feels like that you're trying to use more in, or, save more energy than you use yeah yeah no it, that's interesting and that look you're not batman too like you, nobody's gonna try to put up the bat signal you have to rush out to your car yeah Al- although maybe you're at uh, the target it's, it's not yeah no, no, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't it by being in a target also make it more difficult to load whatever bags you have into the trunk of your car because now you're the end of yes. your car is pressed mm-hmm. up against the uh uh you know, front end of some other's car, or maybe you're, yeah. you know, ass to ass with another car who's also parked that same way. And like, just think it through. I mean, I'll, I'll pull sometimes, I'll pull into a space from the other way. Like if I can drive through an empty space into another one, but I won't go for the effort to reverse yeah. and back in tail well, first. Well, let me ask, let me ask you this. I, I, I think it's, I guess I, I was trying to think of any other parking pet peeves I had, and mine 
was I, somehow I've dubbed myself the person who knows whether somebody's truly disabled or not. <laughs> I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. But uh, all I know is everybody in Glendale had a disabled parking tag on their car. So something's going on there. Um, and and when I see somebody pop into that spot and then spring out like an acrobat of the vehicle and <laughs> actually do a them. somersault through yeah. the uh, open window. Yeah. Into uh, home Depot where they, they physically carry a, a gross of cinder blocks back to, you know, to their <laughs> vehicle or whatever. That's when I start to think, maybe you don't need that uh, tag. Um, but that, that is a pet, pet peeve of mine. Um, but of course I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these people. I shouldn't be judging. I shouldn't be judging. Winfield. What's your second one? Um, who are the people that have designed the mobile game algorithm that assumes constantly that I want to play this game where I'm like doing math and like destroying zombies or, oh, yeah. <laughs> or that, um, or that, uh, I want to shoot a ball through a maze of bricks to save someone from drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Why why do these games pop up? Who are the people that think I want to play these games for which I play no games? And just the algorithm people that are out there being like, well, we're just going to keep putting in front of you because at some point you're going to click on this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many um, Twitter accounts I have blocked or whatever. I think it's north of 20,000 at this point because Hmm. I block everybody. Like what, like... um, I just like looking at a blank screen. No, it's like any sort of promoted, any sort you of promoted tweet. Yeah, is, yeah, any sort of like promoted tweet. I'm just like a uh, block. I don't, I yeah. don't need to see anything that anyone is ever trying to promote to me. I'm at no like, point have you ever said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I that think there's game, one pair of one pair of sweatpants has worked on me in like Instagram. It's like, oh, those are nice sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it, but like. At least they're nice sweatpants. Yeah, nice I think track. I've yeah. seen you in those. Those are pretty good. So I want to thank yeah. the people who put that algorithm <laughs> out there. So what is the uh, do you one one thing about these uh, peeves and uh, that we have with groups is they we feel targeted by them or we feel like they or we feel like they um, they're ignorant. I think something that somebody said like stupidity is like death. It doesn't harm the doesn't harm the person it impact you know harms everybody else other than the person who's been victimized who is who has stupidity so do you do you think uh all of these things we've been discussing like other people actually know in some in some way that they're inflicting this on other people because i know the algorithm doesn't know that it's pissing off michael winfield well i mean uh, let's let's put it this this content we've generated for them right now we have we here on this podcast have advertised on facebook before yeah, We've yeah. been part of the problem. Okay. okay. I, uh, it would be hypocritical for me to sit there and say, oh, yeah, fuck these people when we've been collectively <laughs> these people. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, do you think... Okay, count- counterpoint. Who are these people that keep getting stuck within these cinder block of video game houses that need to be rescued <laughs> by a ball bouncing around and freeing them from um, water and fire? That's a better question. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay. I, I, I have seen every once in a while. So, you, Michael, you're talking about kind of a recommendation, an algorithm that is essentially kind of a recommendation engine for entertainment. 
And uh, yeah, my who are these people is on Facebook. Somebody will say, um, I need a good show to watch. Uh, any suggestions? Like, who the fuck needs suggestions? I got one billion <laughs> suggestions coming at me from every streamer and and platform and every person. Who are these people who live in this vacuum? Where they don't like, know what to choose. Yeah. Breaking Bad, is that good? Like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> every day I got to dodge people saying, oh, have you seen... The five little things. Have you seen Pretty Little Liars? Well, you should binge it. Like, no, I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't need your shows. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I'm amazed at. But there's people out there actively saying, looking for a show to watch. Go. That's my pet peeve too. Like, <laughs> me- mechanics in the Phoenix area. Go. Facebook algorithm or hive mind. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I don't trust my friends' opinions. Certainly. Oh hell no. <laughs> People watch anything. It's also, do you trust a binger too? Because it's like trusting an addict. Like, uh, like <laughs> cough syrup's really good if you cook it up. <laughs> like, you're an addict. You're a TV addict. Oh, sorry, dude. So sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay. No, um, that's great. Uh, so it's our halftime, and we're going to ask you to go back. Uh, trust us when we say that there's gold in them, our um, archives of. Trust the- us. Or- D- don't trust, trust your friends, don't but trust us. us. Who are these people of, of the Mount Rushmore podcast who keep suggesting that we go do all these things? Um, yeah, no. Well, here's, the thing. here's the thing is like in our archives, there is something for everyone. Maybe Absolutely. like a particular thing. Hunt for a keyword. And uh, Jeffy done a good job of like setting up like a keyword search sort of thing. Boy, there is. We have done so many of these that there is enough for everybody. You don't you know what you like. Go find what yeah. you like within us. Yeah. <laughs> right yes absolutely absolutely um yeah uh, there's there's so much there and if you really want to be also i know this topic is kind of awesome about being peeved by stuff if you want i i think there's a lot of stuff where it's like um i don't know uh, us airing our um peeves at such and such so if you like this topic if you like to hear white men complaining this America is the best time you've ever lived in, and this podcast is the thing for you. So, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, Richard, what is your third? All right, don't say so who, don't say frontwards parkers. Yeah, who are these people who park with their cars upside down? Got <laughs> <laughs> a great Gonzo in the Muppet uh, the Muppet movie. Exactly. Uh, my last two are kind of two peas in a pod. I'll go with with one of the two, uh, and I may have actually talked about this on a previous show. I don't know. Uh, people who get confused ordering fast food. Ah, uh, okay. For sure. For sure. It's people who go into... Now, I order a lot of fast food because I'm fat. Um, so I I tend to know what I want to get Richard, when I go... Richard, you're, you're a hunk. Oh, thank you, okay. Jeff. But you, you're an ex... But you're saying you're skilled at ordering. I no. saying, I, I'm saying that I've been to McDonald's before. Yeah. Apparently... 90% yeah, still, of the you still have a Big Mac there. Oh. Yeah, 90% of the population has never been to a McDonald's or yeah. a Carl's Jr. or a Burger King or whatever. Yeah. And when they get to the front front of the line, have to have to ask questions about the menu. Yeah. Like they're at Shea, you know, Shea Nouveau or something like yeah. that. <laughs> wanting to know wanting to ask questions about the foie gras. 
Yeah, like uh, I know McDonald's has introduced a few new items, but 85% is the same stuff that's been there since the Carter administration. <laughs> yeah, you go to yeah. Taco Bell, it's the same seven menu same. ingredients just mixed yeah. around in different ways. Yeah. You know, and, and it really gets to me when people, there's a long line and you wait and you wait and you wait and the person in front of you is on their phone or doing whatever they're doing. And then they get ready to order. Hey, can I take your order? And then they look up at the menu that's behind the, the cashier. Yeah. You go, huh, okay, what do I want? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in line for two minutes. You had plenty of time to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. Even if even if you're one of those the one of the point zero zero one percent who have never been to McDonald's in your life, you had time to look up at the menu and get at least some sense of what you want. Yeah. Absolutely. My, my five-year-old son could go to McDonald's and order exactly what he wants. And all he'd need to do is put his money on the thing and get change. He knows. He knows. You yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, What I also love to see is when the person is, the, they got that arms folded like, hmm, what do I want? And yes. And they look from the left menu to the right menu. It's the same menu. There's the same menu on the left hand and the right hand side. <laughs> like, don't, don't, no, no, no. Yeah, that's. that's oh wait, I, I was, I was, I was looking for the Cajun menu. Yeah, sorry. Because McDonald's yeah. is a Cajun slash <laughs> Scottish restaurant, is it not? Yeah, uh, absolutely, it is. Um, that that is a funny one. I, I, I do. Oh wow. Um, I do. Somebody's my... dog is running around loose sorry, out in the guys. front yard. Sorry. Uh, m- what happens to me sometimes is I'm so focused on nailing my order, like boom, I'm gonna, I want to be able to say it right when I get up there and do it. Give the, give the person behind the counter the eye roll that means I know that the previous person took a long time. Like, yes. give them the wink, like, hey, we're both, we're both savvy. But I've forgotten to take my payment out of my pocket. Like, have your payment. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, dude. We've been doing this a long time. This is especially frustrating when someone tries to pay with cash and wants to give exact change. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. I haven't seen that. You know, also what's interesting is the airport McDonald's, too. There's like a whole... There's even less menu there. And, yes. And everybody there needs to be somewhere else. <laughs> They're probably... They could have a flight leaving right now, but you're the idiot um, holding things up. With the limited menu, it's usually the express menu. It's like whatever they got at you know, fancy McDonald's, they got a fifth of that at the airport right. McDonald's. Yeah. They've got three things. Yeah. Absolutely. Shouldn't be that absolutely. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Winfield. Who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these a people? A third of the country that are undecided in elections each time. <laughs> How yeah. is it fucking possible that at some point you're like, well, last time I was pro abortion rights. <laughs> but this time I'm going to vote for this party that really hates women. Boy, they really hate women and they prove it at every given chance. But I think I'm going to go with them because I saw something one time, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how at this point, how do you have this identity of this being the, somebody that is in the undecided that, swings every election in the like these seven states that it's just yeah. like 
I am persuadable. What are yeah. what? What are you even talking about? I do not understand these people. I do not know how they got to the place where they got to of like, I have these um, core beliefs and they are really able to be um, manipulated at every given election, every two years, every 18 months. Yep. I can do whatever. I am, deep, I am deeply susceptible to pro to advertising. <laughs> yeah. flashing oh. from you. Oh, here's a game where I can save somebody that's trapped within these cinder blocks. It looks good to me. <laughs> yeah, it's the same people is what I'm trying to say, Michael. It's the, uh, these are you're, you're complaining. Who are these people? They're generally the Venn diagram of all of these people we've been talking about does not have much difference. I guess so. Yeah. You know, there's there's part of me. It's like um, I understand that there is a good twenty to twenty five, thirty percent of the country is just un savable in my liberal eyes that are just they're not going to change they won't change they're they are as uh, you know as uh, max says on a it's always sunny in philadelphia they're dug in they are not they, they don't have to change they are who they are okay i don't care about you it's those other ones that are just i'm i'm baffled mm -hmm. yeah i i would also blame these people for um hung juries also oh yeah like, uh, oh sure like uh, they see uh, the defendant, you know, confesses to everything, and they're the ones going, "I don't know, I don't know." <laughs> he, he seems he he seems like a nice guy. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think those are those are the same. Of of who are these people? Those are some of the same people. Oh man, I bet they park backwards. <laughs> uh, okay, do you think they're also like the? Like the the toothpaste companies are saying, do you do you use um, Trident? You know, do you use uh, do you use our toothpaste? And like, no, I'm I'm the fifth guy. I'm the fifth guy. The rogue doctor. The rogue doctor. Yeah. The rogue dentist who doesn't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a guy that just like I got this these tiny Brillo pads. This is what I use. <laughs> I swear by. Okay. Um. Uh. So Richard, my last your last one. All right, so it, I think it, of, of the same piece of the fast food orders who don't know the fast food menu. Uh, the people who don't know how to use the self-checkout at the grocery oh. store. Oh, okay. You, you seem surprised by this one, Jeff. Uh, I hate the self-checkout, and I always feel like I'm, I've been <laughs> duped. And, you know, and sometimes it's actually if there's a lady. There's a lady who works at the grocery store who goes, Self-checkout's open. Like, Barbara, you don't want to use the self-checkout. So who are these people? You are these people, Jeff. <laughs> I know how to use it, but but there's always something like, okay, when you say don't know how no, to but use Rich, it, what, Rich, what Richard, he's, he, no, Richard, he's, he's the person that you enjoy. Jeff has opted out of using yes. this thing. He would, yes, he exactly. Would go, he would be like, you know what? I don't need to waste everyone's time at self-checkout i'm going to remove myself from this situation i'm yes. going to let uh uh maggie the very nice lady um with carpal tunnel syndrome who's been there for 27 years she's going to check out stuff for me and bag myself up thank you andre yeah all these people jeff he, jeff's got to figure it out yeah it's true jeff is actually the platonic ideal of a person who understands <laughs> he's a hero in this situation oh, yeah okay. you, you really are jeff you are I, you are the the, the champion here i He's look how this. he's he's recognized that he can't do this thing, and so he's like, "Fuck it, 
no way i'm not going to be there trying to scan a guava and then it doesn't scan and then the little thing shows up and then it's like oh now i got to call this lady over if you're listening to this i have a t-shirt that says unexpected item in bagging area i'm wearing <laughs> that t-shirt so, jeff is I, the unexpected item in the bagging I, area I, I know that i'm prone to to errors in that in that case so yeah so, so Richard, you opt, what, so you opt out that's the most important thing is that you recognize this and you opt, yeah. like Michael said, you opt out of the situation. But I don't get is people who then who go into the the self checkout. A, the people who go in there with like fifty items. Yeah, this is not for you. Yeah, this is for. I, it, it doesn't have to explicitly say twelve items or less to understand that you, with your giant grocery cart full of food, including tons of produce, is mm. not the right option for you. Yeah. You shouldn't shouldn't need that to be able to tell you that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's the people who just you have to ask questions, and the, the buttons are going off. There's alarms going off, and you're just sitting there with like, man, I just want to get like a Dr Pepper and some Ziploc bags. <laughs> I've got trying two to scan things. It. They're trying to scan like a thirty rack of Coors, and it's yeah, like, you know, they can't get alcohol there. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's. As someone who who I've been told by people who work at the the grocery stores that the self checkout actually does not speed anything up hmm. because oh. they have to answer so many questions and so, and fix so many times where and sometimes it's not your fault. I mean, sometimes people, you know, God knows, I've had times where I've scanned something, put it in the bag, and it starts flashing at me. Please put the item in the bag. Yeah, that happens because the machines are are awful and terrible. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who just fundamentally don't understand how to scan something. Yeah. I, 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 when, when we have something with UPC on it, I'm usually pretty good. And sometimes I can even, I'm the target ones. I can do it without even looking. Targets are like a no look, like, oop, seems like it scans every time. The Kroger, you know, uh, franchise ones like a Ralph's or something like that. It feels like it takes me a couple tries to scan. Um, Home Depot, you just kind of use the the, the gun. You get the, the gun. gun. Gun's I'm, fun. I'm great with the gun. Uh, I think where I get hiccup is the. Um, oh, I I know there's a place where I always seem to to kind of get hic- hiccup. Oh, produce. Like uh, I gotta type in Tangelo, you know, or like I gotta type in uh, the name mm. of something, you know, like uh, is it. Uh, Butter, lettuce. I don't know. That's when I slow stuff down. Are you good at that stuff? Like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I guess. I mean, typically, I just shoplift all the fruit. So, just oh, well, that's good. skip the middleman. Just you know, I think, why bother with it? I think if they if they saw you doing it, they'd probably themselves go, oh, "Thank God, like, <laughs> just speed it, just speed things up, man." Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I. I think as a uh, failed stand-up comic, I'm also always trying to mine every situation for bits. And uh, I know what peeves me about the uh, automated voice that they have on some of these things. It'll say, like, um, put your apples in the bag. And, like, there's a pause. Like, did you think think that wasn't apples? (laughs) Like, like. Do you, um, you think this drugs or something like that? Like yeah, they're saying it, saying like the share quotes exactly. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> apples, avocados in the bagging area. They're avocados. <laughs> okay, okay. It's uh, it's your last chance, Winfield. 
my last chance when I got to make sure I. Ugh. Who are these guys who don't know their last one? Who? Who are these people who don't know these chances or what their choices are? Who are these people? Whom's is. Who arsed. Who arsed. Who are these people whose identity is built around following every sport? Now, we're not an anti sports podcast, but boy, how is it possible to follow every every sport and be interested in every sport and have an opinion on every sport like hmm. i get it i love baseball i love the dodgers i am interested in my sport also i like football a little bit i do not like college football i'm not really into basketball or hockey or golf or hmm. mma how are there so many people whose entire identity is built around following and knowing what's happening. You have an opinion on horse racing? That is wild. <laughs> How? Who cares? It's horses running in a circle. Hmm. You care that much to follow all this? MMA and boxing. How would you do a light featherweight versus a super heavyweight? How do you care about who's on every card? There are these sports people, uh, college football and college everything. How is it possible just devote this much time in your day, in your week, in your world to sports. This I am, original thing. I am you're that dude, aren't you? I am currently holding up currently holding up my uh, pin that my sister in law got me that says I won on Sports Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we if we don't if we remember that, and even I agree with you that with this to some extent. When I was a kid. The majority of my Sports Jeopardy knowledge was stuff that happened 20 years ago or, okay, or earlier. Yeah. Nowadays. You were on Sports Jeopardy, what, 10 years ago, right? Yeah, so exactly. 30 years ago, yeah. So now that I've got kids and I've got a career and i got a house and i got you know a wife and all this other stuff, that's what takes up my the major, vast majority of my time. I don't have the time to follow every sport. I have to be particular with what I follow and the two sports I happen to follow the most are soccer and college football, which happen to be the two sports that have literally hundreds of teams that you have to keep track of. So I'm already behind the eight ball anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for basketball. I watched one quarter of the NBA finals, not a quarter of the finals, but one quarter of one game. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's the extent that I, I, I'll watch, I'll sort of like keep track of the Dodgers scores. I'll go to a few games every year, catch a game. If, if the game happens to be on, I don't have Sportsnet, but if it's on ESPN or something, I'll throw it on in the background. And then around September, I'll start paying attention. Yeah. Michael, I feel like with food, I can say, oh, I like all different kinds of food. With music, I'd say, no, I don't. I like just some kinds of music. I don't like, I don't follow music, you know, and it seems like sports. Is, is, is that it? It's like, like to say you follow music means I'm going to go see a symphony tonight and tomorrow I'm going to. Yeah. Could uh, you, could you imagine being like, just I'm into music and then just following all music and listening to all music and having an opinion on all music at all times. And like, I don't know, there seems to be like, maybe it's just like, because like ESPN had Fox sports and all these different, like, and podcasts and things have come out that 
I don't know, create this atmosphere that all of this is important. And then maybe uh -huh. I just don't recognize it. And then oh. I think I didn't grow up. Definitely. I didn't grow up watching sports center uh -huh. where it was like, you know, kind of like this smorgasbord of this is what's happening in the genre of sports today yeah. and covers everything. And usually it's clips of every baseball game or every football game and then sprinkle in a bit of other sports and whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have that for other things. Is there like, there's no like the music show. Yeah. Where it just covers, this is what's happening in everything that happened in music today. Or I don't know. It feels like um, a particularly excessively masculine uh, identity thing uh, mm -hmm. that I just don't relate to. And maybe that's part of it, but I, I don't know. There's just uh, something yeah. out there that I, I just, I don't understand these people. I don't like Richard said, it's the family aspect. How do you devote any time to being involved with your family when everything, because sports are happening across the world at all given times. And like, are you really interested in, interested in what's happening with like how many overs or sixes someone has gotten in some sort of like uh, uh, cricket tournament in India? I don't yeah. know. Yes. Yeah. I think some there are people out there that are really like into all of that. And like, I'm baffled. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like uh, it's authentic or it's just said that, or do you think mm. that person was like, like I know uh, Richard was at one point a sports writer and maybe still doing it, but like they had a vested interest in uh, covering it. Like I, I, I figure like Bob Costas in his heyday, somebody could have like woke him up in his sleep and he probably could have called a, a, you know, a highlight game or something like that. I feel like he was such a polyglot when it came to that. Uh, I think, is there a reason I think why sport, somebody would have to be? I don't know. I think maybe with, with sports and maybe I'm really generalizing, you don't have to be super mm, nuanced in it. You can follow scores and see who won and you can, you can rank things pretty easily. You can tell what is good and what is bad or who is good uh -huh. and who is bad by, mm -hmm literally looking at like the standings of things or a batting average or a certain sort of stats. Maybe there is an ability to ha not have to have nuance with everything when everything can really be just kind of numbers that you're looking yeah. at. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, but who knows? All right, dudes, this was a fun one. Uh, I'm going to, at this point, um, uh, just ask uh, the audience, I'm going to put this to the audience. Who are these people mm. who listen to the Mount Rushmore podcast? Who are, uh, yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and how can we thank you? Uh, because we appreciate anybody who's given us a listen. And then also those who have the opportunity to give a ranking or a rating or a comment or anything like that. Um, uh, we would genuinely like to know uh, who you are so we could thank you and, and, and maybe even uh, send more episodes your way that you like. So, um, but then uh, I will say, who are these guys, Michael and Richard, who are so smart and clever and pick funny topics every week? Uh, it makes it so uh, hard to to judge and also so fun to squash your hopes and dreams. So let's go, since we're all dog people, dogs off leash. And um, since it uh, cuts me to the quick, uh, people who can't use the automated checkout. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good. I just close to know, the a little, a little too, too a little close, close to home for you. Close to home. Um, 
but you know, this is our future. Like you're going to, we're going to go into the, the uh, ER and they'll say, all right, you do surgery on yourself now. <laughs> Everything is self-serve. Um, uh, and uh, because it's kind of um, something I have dalliances with too. Why don't we go uh, mobile game algorithm and uh, let's go with uh, the cop car that still looks like a cop car when it should look like a, a people car. <laughs> Is that it? No, I always yeah. do that. Okay, okay. 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 Uh, did, okay. Bonus McDonald's. All right. I'm, hungry. I'm so hungry. Okay. This has been the Mount Rushmore of who are these people? I'm always Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. He's still Michael. Yay. Yay. Yeah.